Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. In a Dayton, Ohio arena, two St. Louis area drum lines were recognized for their outstanding achievements at the Winter Guard International, or WGI, World Championships. St. Louis-based Freedom Percussion won the bronze medal in the Independent Open class, and in Ohio, the arena announcer's voice boomed with this. Receiving the gold medal with a score of 96.05. 96.05, Modulation Z. Modulation Z, or Mod Z, won the gold medal in the Independent A class with their show entitled Survivor. The gold medal was the culmination of scores of practice hours put in by the O'Fallon, Missouri-based drumline, made up of 41 students from high schools in the Fort Zumwalt School District and here to tell us about their award-winning show and what it took to become champions is Modulation Z's director, Ryan Treasure. Ryan founded the group in 2013. He's also the assistant band director at Fort Zumwalt East High School and Dubray Middle School. Ryan, welcome. Hello, nice, nice to be here. Also with us is Lucas McGill. He's a senior at Fort Zumwalt East, and in addition to performing in bands at the school, he has been a four-year member of Mod Z. He plays the tenor drums, also known as quads. Welcome to you, Lucas. Thank you for having me. Lucas, I want to start with you. Of course, you were there when that announcement was made. Take us back. What did it feel like in that moment to win? Um, it, it felt surreal. You know, I, it's kind of hard to explain. Just, it was just a rush of happiness and kind of everything paying off. Mm-hmm. I, Ryan, how about you? I mean, what was your immediate response to hearing your squad, Mod Z, won the gold medal? Well, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's the culmination of a lot, but it's like you're just more prideful of the kids more than anything, you know, just because, you know, we as instructors do work, but they're doing work, you know, so, and that really paid off for them. So I was very happy for them and started thinking about the next show. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it's likely that a lot of people are familiar with marching bands, and maybe they've seen halftime shows at a high school or college football game that includes uh, choreography on the field. When it comes to winter drumline, though, we get the idea that it's percussion, but describe what winter drumline is. Well, it's, yeah, it's all the instruments that you would normally see on a football field in the percussion section, so the marimbas and xylophones and the the guys carrying the drums like Lucas and in a gym. And then there's a floor that they call that's our tarp. And it's part of your story that you're telling. And uh, it's a shorter, more intense version of that, but there's no winds involved generally. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a lot of that, but just sped up and just bigger and faster and just more intense. Has this been around for a long time? Uh, WGI has been around for 40 plus years as a, an entity. The drumline stuff, um, 
I think it's been around since around 97 ish mm-hmm. is when I started doing indoor groups. We've been participating in it for 10 years. Okay. Now, Modulation Z won in its class in the Winter Guard International or WGI, as we've said, World Championships held last month with a show called Survivor. It's a remix of the 2001 song Survivor by Destiny's Child. Let's play a bit of the original. That's a bit of Survivor from Destiny's Child. Now, here's what Modulation Z's performance sounded like. This is toward the beginning of the six-minute performance. That's some of Modulation Z's finals performance at the recent Winter Guard International World Championships. The O'Fallon, Missouri-based group won first place. Lucas, a little bit later, we're going to play a bit of the performance where the entire group was playing. But with the sound we just heard, paint us sort of a visual of what was happening then. Um, So at the very beginning, um, we're all kind of crawling right before that moment of the audio. And it's kind of like us... It's kind of supposed to like simulate like us like kind of like waking up from a moment like for example like a like an attack or like an asteroid moment and we kind of wake something up something bad has yeah happened. something okay. bad has happened we don't know exactly what but we're we're kind of first waking up and the whole eclipse of the survivor is basically us just like I mean trying to survive mm-hmm. and in addition to the forty one students you know it's not just you. As the director, Ryan, right, who's helping steer this group, how did you come up with this year's show of Survivor, and when did that planning process start? Uh, So there are a lot of people involved, and cannot stress how grateful we are to the people who work with us do. Um, So around July, uh, I'll meet with um, the guy who does the actual music, and then the guy who does our drill, right? That's them moving around on the floor and stuff. And we, the three of us kind of throw around ideas and usually uh, one of us will have something that the other two like. And this year, uh, Steven, our visual guy, actually said, hey, I got this, we're throwing around epic versions of, you know, 90s R&B stuff for some reason. (laughs) And he goes, I've got this really cool version of Survivor. And, you know, the the message is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what the song's about and, and, especially with Lucas's age group, they went through the COVID, hey, we couldn't go to world championships and hey, we couldn't do what we normally used to do. And it's kind of the message of, hey, we survived that. Mm-hmm. And here we are, we're back. Yeah. So that's kind of where it starts. Okay. And then, then you start throwing around like color schemes. And I think it'd be cool if they, if this was the color of the tarp and they're wearing this color and 
this color prop would pop, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So just highly, highly visual. Um, you know, you mentioned the lights. What about what you all are wearing? Lucas, tell me about that. Um, so I think the thing that stands out, if you actually like, looked at us from even afar, is the kind of like the face paint that goes over our face. Um, it's kind of just like to resemble like the hard times mm-hmm. and kind of just us, I mean, trying to survive, simple as that. Yeah. Um, like the, I feel like it all just like kind of contrasts and we're all in one like little like one piece, uh, kind of like a brownish color. It's like a little, it's a couple different colors in one and the tarp is like a camo it green. It's kind of dirty yeah. and warm. Yeah. Okay. Simple, yeah. Yeah. So it, it shows that it's communicating that you all have been through, been through a lot. And we yeah. let them this year pick out accessory pieces for their uniforms. So oh, oh, I've okay. got a piece of fabric that I found and I wrap it around, you know, that kind of thing. So everyone looked kind of different, but uniforms still kind of okay. like you would if, you know, something bad had happened. So yeah, you're able to individualize, but, yeah. but stay unified. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the show that you perform, not just being about musicians playing instruments. There's the costumes, the choreography, and then that narrative is you're really telling a story. How is it that what you do is judged? Uh, that's a, a pretty big thing. There, there's uh, s- certain aspects of it that are solely, hey, this is what you're playing, and I rate it on this, and this is how you're playing it. And and then there's that as far as musical, the same thing goes with visual. This is what you're being asked to do. This is how you're doing it. And then there's the very subjective side of um, the effect side of things. So the music makes me feel this way, and it mm-hmm. works with the visual this way. And then the same with the visual. The visual makes me feel this way. So, And at World Championships, you have a double panel, so there's eight judges each performance, eight different judges. Mm-hmm. All you know, I might just be the music guy and whatever, but they're all putting in their input. Yeah, and as a World Championship, does it mean that the judges come from all different places? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they're they all trained through the WGI, so they all have the same standard of what they're looking for and stuff, and it's really consistent. So, mm-hmm. I'm talking with Ryan Treasure, founder and director of Mod Z, as well as the assistant band director at Fort Zumwalt East, and with Lucas McGill, who's a senior at Fort Zumwalt East High School and a four-year member of Modulation Z. Mod Z is based in O'Fallon, Missouri. That championship that you won, you received a, a score of 96.05, and that was near the highest ever attained for a group in your class. Second highest. And it was two points above the second place finisher, which is, that's a lot if you're, a big gap, yeah. if you're taking into consideration you know, behind the decimal points. What were the keys to how well the group executed so well? Well, the, the keys, I, you know, it, it's, you know, I don't know. There's a little bit of that Dayton magic because without sounding uh, anything, I, I don't feel like they had performed that well at any other point during the entire season oh. until the, the prelims or semifinals and the finals. I was blown away. They just, they turned a switch on or something, but they were awesome. I mean, they were awesome. It was, it was really cool. I was like, I was like, that's my group. There they are. That's the ones. Well, Lucas, you're one of the ones, obviously, who's part of that group. And Modsy got second place in last year's championships. Was part of your success this year just a hunger for that gold medal? 
Uh, yeah, I'd say so because always, there's always that thought in the back of your head that says like, what happened last year and what happened last time we were down there. But I feel like, honestly, what helped too is the comfortability because mm-hmm. last year there was nobody in the group that would, has ever gone down to Ohio for oh, World Championships. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like this year, especially for me, knowing what to expect, knowing what was actually going to happen whenever we were down there, I feel like that was just a lot more easier to be comfortable and be myself down there. Mm-hmm. Ryan, how long does it take to get to the point of taking the stage at the World Championships? For instance, how much does the group practice? We uh, practice probably no less than, uh, you know, 11 hours a week. So Tuesday, Thursday for three hours each, and then we meet on Sundays because that's the only time we can get gym time, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, without interfering with the athletics. Right, right. So we come in on Sundays for five hours to get in the gym and and put all what we've done before together. Yeah. So we do that from uh, the beginning of, well, the end of October, really, until it's time to get ready for Dayton. Yeah. And then we add a couple hours each week for (laughs) as we get closer. Uh So, yeah. Speaking of the gym... And athletics, your show is just about six minutes in length, but there's a ton of activity. So how do you maintain stamina? I mean, like, does Ryan make you run laps? <laughs> no, no laps. Um, I feel like it's easier for certain people because, I mean, for me, I also play baseball as well. So I feel like using some of that with, like, the running and, like, stuff like that kind of relates to stamina. But honestly... I couldn't really tell you how I um, hold it, hold it myself at the end. No, <laughs> it's it's a lot. We do like a lot of, um, you know, hey, in practice especially, it's like we're gonna do a minute of music, and then you run it over and over. Everyone's got stamina until you strap a, a twenty-five pound drum to their chest. Yeah. You know, so it takes a, a lot, quite a bit of repetition. Mm-hmm. What is the heaviest piece of instrumentation? Probably. What Lucas wears, that or the the big bass drum, the number five bass drum, those are around, you know, about a pound per inch, around 25 to 28 pounds. Wow. Okay. And it's, you know, (laughs) not real close to you either, so it's sticking out. Well, I'm thinking about holding a baby, and holding a baby of that size is also (laughs) My years of holding that stuff are way over. (laughs) It's like, hey, kids, pick up that drum. So I want to get back to your performance and play a section that is very close to the end of your program, and it features the full instrumentation. Let's have a listen. Lucas, that section that we just played includes some of the time there's the most activity and movement. At that point in the performance, when you're so close to the end, what are you thinking about? I guess it just depends from where we are. Like, what depends on the day, honestly. Um, Certain practices, it's kind of like a, oh, thank goodness. (laughs) But uh, I feel like, especially in Dayton, it's kind of like a, I feel like that was where it kind of hit me that it's all about to end. That yeah. last kind of note that we played, because obviously there's a little bit after, but I feel like in my head, it's always like, oh, that's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. But I, I just like kind of like looking up and seeing like the c- crowd kind of go crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
we were the last group to go for finals as well. So oh. everybody that played before us that was in our class was there to watch us. Okay. And I feel like just all, like so many people watching, it was just, it was cool. Yeah. Ryan, for you, toward the end of this performance, the program ends a few seconds later on a more thoughtful and subdued note. How do you know when your group has performed at its best generally? And then you said, like, you you knew this is the best performance they have put forth, period. I have, uh, and it sounds ridiculous, but if for years, and I've told the kids, is like if when it happens, I'll get goosebumps. And it doesn't until, and when that happens, I'm like, okay, there it is. Because, yeah. you know, I've done this a long time. The other guys teaching have done it a long time, and uh, and they all just kind of know. And, and that's my telltale. So when you're sitting there and it, you get the tingles, uh-huh. you're like, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. The, the, you can sense their energy, you know, and it's like, oh, they're going to. They're going to show him something yeah. now. Now, as we mentioned earlier, you're a senior and you've reached the end of your time with Mod Z. What kinds of relationships have you been able to form over the last four years? Um, I've met some of my closest friends through band and Mod Z. I feel like some of those relationships will go past high school, past college. So that's yeah. that's always nice to actually be doing it with some of the closest people you've met the yeah. last four years. And what's next for you? Uh, I'm going to Maryville next year, Maryville University, to play baseball, actually. Mm-hmm. And do you think you'll find some way to keep playing drums? Uh, probably around my free time here and there. Are you looking for any assistance? I'm always, Ryan? half of our staff are former Mod Z students. <laughs> yeah. so they, they, the guy that came up with the name is our snare tech. So, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah, we're always welcoming them back. Ryan Treasure is the founder and director of Mod Z, as well as the assistant band director at Fort Zumwalt East. Lucas McGill is a senior at Fort Zumwalt East High School and a four-year member of Modulation Z. Modulation Z and its 41 students at Fort Zumwalt High School's North, East, South, and West won the gold medal at the Winter Guard International World Championships in Dayton, Ohio last month with their show called Survivor. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.